Amen, amen. Let's take our 2024 confession together real quick. It will be a short message. <laughs> Let's go. Two, three, go. 2024 is my year of God class exploit and the year of the fourth man. I am God's offspring and in him I live and move and have my being. I am no ordinary or natural person. I am a supernatural, extraordinary being born of the seed of God himself. I have the seed of God in me. I produce after God's kind and I overcome the world. I am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation and a peculiar people. I am the light of the world and the salt of the earth. I represent Jesus. I speak for Jesus. I stand for Jesus. I reign with Jesus. The fourth man will be with me in the fire. What happens to ordinary people may happen to me, but I will have supernatural outcomes. The fourth man has made me a God to the natural elements of this world. Situations ordinary people cannot survive will become my stepping stones to glory testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. I think the Lord, I think the Lord wrote this line for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 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 <laughs> the king's shout is within me. And the lion's roar is rolling out of me. I raise the roof with my praise. I cry out and shout for joy. The greatest one lives here. I am feeding and reigning at a higher level. I have spiritual jurisdiction here. I take authority over this. Peace be still in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. This is my year of covenant release. I am under cover. No satanic plan against me. No divination against my household will ever prevail. In due season, and even now, the world will proclaim what wonders God has done for them. I am shielded and protected from every misfortune. I am undercover. The evil viper released into the world in these last days will not touch me. I am undercover. I am inoculated and vaccinated. With a booster shot of the covenant, I am undercover. I am prospered, protected, and preserved in the ark. I am undercover. I shake the viper into the fire of the Holy Ghost. 
Hallelujah. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I am undercover in Jesus' mighty name. 2024 is my year of uncommon provision. I am blessed in all things. Jehovah Jireh will see to it. I am finding favor in unexpected places. And I see the ram caught in a thicket. The barrel of meal shall not waste. And the cruise of oil shall not fail. Until the Lord sends rain upon the earth. God is sending rain on my field. And there shall be showers of blessings. I am one with God. And I possess what God possesses. I have the spirit of adoption. He is my father. And I am a joint heir with Christ. I have real estate in heaven. And I have real estate on the earth. I lift my hand up to El Elyon, the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. My God has made me rich. This will be a year of broken boundaries and unlimited reach. The boundaries are broken and the limits are off. See, God has given me the cities and the walls of Jericho are falling. Hallelujah. Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things, everything is possible. I prophesy over you today. Your dwellings are lovely and your homes are beautiful. You will spread out like rivers, like gardens by a river, like sweet smelling aloes that the Lord himself planted and like strong cedar trees by the waters. You will pour water out of your own buckets and you will have your own channels of rich blessing and plenty. Your offspring will dwell by many waters and your life and legacy will be exalted and established. The God who brought you out of captivity has the strength of a wild bull and he will destroy your adversaries and crush their bones. You are like a lion who couches in rest after winning the victory and who dares disturb you. Blessed of the Lord is anyone who blesses you and you have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 2024 is my year of God class exploit. And this is the year of the fourth man in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Please be seated for just a couple of minutes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. I talk so much. The last, the first two services of the year about Rahab, and I'm so tempted <laughs> to keep on preaching about Rahab. I have so much more to say about her, but I have to switch gears a little bit this morning 
and go in a slightly different direction. But this past week, the word of the Lord came to me. It was like someone was sitting right there beside me. It was like an audible voice, though I know it was not an audible voice. He said, I am sending you some more Rahabs. <laughs> you already have some, he said. You already have some, he said. But in this season and in this stretch of your ministry, I am sending you some more. And they will help you get your assignment done. Listen to what the Lord said. Listen to what the Lord said. He said, Jesus had some Rahabs in his ministry. And they brought a different dimension of glory to his journey. Listen, the Rahabs I am sending you will do exactly the same. 12 noon, January 15, 2024. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to switch gears this morning. Just talk a little bit before our time is gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Woo. laughs> Hallelujah. Numbers 23 and verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. Surely, there is no enchantment against Jacob. Neither is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said of Jacob and of Israel, look at what the Lord has done. Behold, the people shall rise up as a great lion, and they will lift themselves up as a young lion. He shall not lie down. Until he, he eat of the prey and drink the blood of the slain. <laughs> you, 
you will not lie down. You will not rest until you eat of the prey and until you drink the blood of the slain. What the enemy has used to plague you or to hinder your testimony for many years, this year will be your prey. This year will be your own prey. That thing that has held back the floodgates of heaven from making your testimony complete for many years, this year you will drink the blood of the slain. We are not vampires. Hallelujah. (laughs) We We are not vampires. This is not a horror message. But God is telling you the ones that have plagued you for many years. The ones that have plagued you for many years. Moses said unto the children of Israel, when they were around the Red Sea, and they began to lift up their voice, and they began to cry, they began to cry, they began to say, Lord, who will, who will save us? And you know, they, these people, they, they were very interesting people. You do one miracle one day, oh, God is the best thing that has ever happened to us. He is so good. They write songs. They do everything. Two days later, they are complaining, they are mourning, they are cry- and they are blaming God. They are cursing God. They are cursing his servants. Very interesting people. They are not like us, so we are very different. We are very different. Somebody say, I'm very different. <laughs> but they were right by that Red Sea, and Pharaoh and the Egyptians were closing in, and Moses said something prophetically. He said unto them, the Egyptians that you see today, you will see no more forever. You will see no more forever. Everything that has kept your testimony from being complete, they will be your prey this year. I said they will be your prey this year. You will not rest. I'm prophesying to somebody here by the spirit of the Lord. You will not lie down until you eat of the prey and until you drink the blood of the slain. This year is your year of complete eradication of every Egyptian. Every Egyptian. Every Egyptian. Hallelujah. This will be the year. You will hold the document in your hand. You will hold the healing in your hand. You will hold the breakthrough in your hand. You will hold the release in your hand. This will be the year. You will not lie down until you drink the blood of the prey. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Shout hallelujah. Say I believe it. God has both the character and the integrity (laughs) to fulfill his word in your life. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of a man that he should repent. God has both the character.
matter an integrity to fulfill his word in your life. But not only that, God has the authority, the ability, and the power <laughs> to execute his word in your life. The Bible says, no word from God lacks the power of fulfillment. Not one word. No word from God lacks the power of fulfillment. When God speaks it, it is established. I want you to listen to these two things again. God has both the character and the integrity to fulfill his word in your life. Not only that, God has the authority, the ability, and the power to execute his word in your life. You know, there are some people who have the character and integrity to fulfill their word. But they don't have the power. Some boss, some person who is really a good person. Who really, really is good. Like they are not players. Like people just, you know, running their mouth, making promises that they will not, they don't have any plans to fulfill. You know, some people, they make promises, they have no plan to fulfill. But as they are making the promise, they don't even plan to fulfill it, but they are making. <laughs> no, no. But some people actually have the character and the integrity. But having the character and having the integrity is not enough. If they have the character and the integrity, but they don't, they don't have the authority, they don't have the ability, and they don't have the power, you are back to square zero where you started from. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You are just right back. I mean, they are good. They really want to do it. Have you, have you called somebody sometime for help? Say, so, you know, I just, you know, just real quickly, you know, just, just real quick, they're about to turn my water off. I just, all I need is just $300, just $300. Just, I just, I just need $300. Ah! Ah! Mm. That $300 is in my spirit right now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, let's pray. Let's pray together. <laughs> let's hold hands. Let's pray. In Jesus' name, 300. In Jesus' name, 300. In Jesus' name, 300. And then when you finish the prayer, they say, well, bro, I'll be praying. I'll be, the 300 is yours in Jesus' name. They are good people. But they don't have it. At some point, you have to understand, if somebody doesn't have it, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. At some point, you have to realize if somebody does not have it, they don't have it. <laughs> the promise won't cut it. Prayer is very good, but right now, I just need this three hundred dollars to pay my water bill. So thank you for the prayers, but right now, actually, I actually just right now really need three hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, bro, I'll be praying for you, bro. Oh, we serve a mighty God. Woo. 
Our God is great. He's awesome. Yeah, but all I just need is $300. I just need $300. All I need is $300. Ah! Our God can raise the dead. <laughs> he can raise Lazarus after, after four days. Ah! There is nothing impossible for our God to do. Sis, I just need 300 Just three. <laughs> Right now, I'm not looking for scripture. Right now, I just need $300. $300. I just need a miracle. I just need a breakthrough. I just need a miracle. God will bring you to the place where every breakthrough, every breakthrough will show up before you get to your point of desperation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every miracle will arrive at your doorstep before you get to your point of desperation. The fourth man. The fourth man. God has both the character and integrity to fulfill his word in your life. And God has the authority, the ability, and the power to execute his word. The moment God sends his word, the moment it leaves his lips, it is done. It is a done deal. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, you know this scripture, it's a very, very popular one. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 10 and 11 he says, for, he says, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and cannot return there, but it waters the earth and it maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall Prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. It shall, it shall, it shall, it shall. The word of God will accomplish in your life. The word of God will be fulfilled in your life. The word of God will be performed in your life. My friends, we are in a season of demonstrations. We are in a season of demonstrations. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power. You know what demonstration is? Demonstration is manifestation. When you look at the original of that word, of that word it means manifest, manifest. Manifest, 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 manifest. That is, you talked about it for so long, you talked about it for so long, now manifest, now manifest, now manifest. Demonstration of the spirit, demonstration of the power. Manifest, 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 manifest. You know why manifestation will happen? Because God has the authority and he has the ability, and he has the power. Manifestation must happen. Let's take this a little higher. 
The Lord is saying to you, yes, my word has character. My word has integrity. My word will produce. But my word also has the authority, the ability, and the power to execute in your life. But the Lord is taking it a little bit higher. And he's saying, listen to this. God has given you that same authority, that same ability, and that same power. So that when you put his words in your mouth, they will produce the same results as though God himself spoke them. Ha! They will produce the same result as though God himself spoke them. When you say, Satan, stop, that is like God himself spoke it. Stop. Stop. When you say, light, light, darkness has to flee. Light. Light. When you say, we are done with this confusion. I call peace here now. I call peace. Do you see that confession? The greatest one lives here. I have jurisdiction right here. I take authority over this. Peace. When you call it, it's as though God himself called it. (laughs) It's as though it was God on the scene who spoke it. When you speak it, it's as though God himself was there in person. God is saying, I've given you the same authority. Just so you don't think I'm just blowing hot air. Isaiah 56. Sorry, Isaiah 51 verse 16. Isaiah 51 verse 16. I have put my words in your mouth. And I have covered you in the shadow of my hand. That I may plant the heavens. And lay the foundations of the earth. And say unto Zion, thou art my people. Thou art my people. I put my word. Now I'm not the one speaking it. Now it's you that is speaking it. That's why, see, everyone, you know, somebody says, but I don't know where to start. Start from that confession. Do you know, in that confession, in every confession, every year, every line, but in that confession, just about every line is a direct lift from the word of God. Every, just about. And you know, part of why we give you all those scriptures in in italics at the bottom is like footprint, but there's not really footprint. That's really the pillar, the foundation that is holding the confession up. You know, if, if you want to help yourself, you should do some meditation. Pull all those scriptures. In the confession, they show up in different translations. So we have taken the liberty to put the translation that really, that the Holy Spirit has quickened. We, we merge them together. You know, every word in there is already backed by God. So when you speak it, this is what somebody says, why is it every morning when we read, we say, they say we should, it's called the confession. And during the day, they say we should, you are not just reading it, you are declaring it. Do you see me read it? Every time you see from the very beginning, when I'm declaring it right here, do you see? And uh, I, am, I am no ordinary person. Mm. But I am a supernatural being. Born of the seed 
of God himself. Uh-uh. We are not reading it. We are declaring it. He said, I'll put my word in your mouth. When you speak over yourself, I am no ordinary person. I am not, I am not an ordinary person. It is what happens to other ordinary people can happen to me, but I will have supernatural outcomes. I will have supernatural outcomes. I must have something good must come out of everything that happens in my life. God must get the glory. God must get the glory. God must get the glory. You remember what he told Jeremiah? Jeremiah was feeling overwhelmed. He was feeling overwhelmed by the magnitude and the gravity of the assignment that God gave to him. Jeremiah said, Lord, I know you are the great God. You are the almighty God. You have all power. You have every, you have all authority, all ability. But who am I? Look at me. I'm just this little kid. And you want me to say these words to these people? Let me tell you something. All of your personal weaknesses and all of your personal limitations become completely eradicated when you become one with God in the covenant. In this moment, when you and God are one, how do you and God become one? Through his word. Through his word. God's word is a seed. When you take the word of God, the seed of the word of God, you become God's offspring. In that moment. Now, when you leave from that moment and you go and do your usual things and, you know, you, you, the word is not really the one dictating, it's not directing, it's not the one leading. In that moment, you can't say, I am one with God. And when Satan comes and slaps you on the head, you can't say, you can't say, peace be still. You can even try to say it, but it won't happen. You remember the seven sons of Sceva? You remember that story in Acts chapter 19? Who came? They say, we adjure you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. And the devils beat them bad. They beat them really bad. They should, they would have been better to just not even go there. The devil broke all their bones. <laughs> They came out with, with bandages and they came out. Ah, ah. When people saw them coming out of the hospital, they said, ah, what happened to say the devil, the devil? <laughs> Seven sons of Skiva. Seven sons of Skiva. One devil. One. It was only one. It was only one devil. So you are better off. Don't even try it. So you can't say, I'm one with God every moment, every time. No. You are not one with God when you are separate from his word. You are not one. It is his word that makes you one with him. Hmm? You are not one with God when you just curse somebody else. You just cursed somebody out. Well, Lord, you know, they, they offended me. They really got on my nerves in Jesus' name. Forgive me. <laughs> you, do the, you do the sign of the cross. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You are not one with God. You are not, right now, right then. You need to go and clean up that thing and get under the covenant. Get under cover again. But as long as you are one with God, whenever you are one with God, when you speak, it's like God spoke. God said, Jeremiah, you are not a child. You are one with me right now. These words I put in your mouth, look at it in Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 9 and 10. Then the Lord 
put forth his hand and touch my mouth. <laughs> How does God touch the mouth of a weak, a weak, fallible human being? How does God touch their mouth? By his word. By his word. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nation. It's just one little teenager. I have set you this day, set you over the nations. And I have set you over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, to plant. I have set you over. I have set you over. You are God's face on the earth. You are God's face on the earth. Hallelujah. In our pastors, I need to wrap up soon. In our pastor's boot camp that we are having this weekend, all our pastors from different parts of the world. Towards the end, I, you know, this story came up in my spirit. I was inspired to share them because about two weeks ago, our daughter um, came and asked us. She has a friend who is about to get married. And uh, somebody in their family threatened to put a spell Heck, is it? Hex. <laughs> and that simple, simple language, curse. And she, she asked us, it was about two weeks ago, right? She said, um, you know, I remember that uh, when we were much younger, you shared this story with us. But... I don't remember the full details. Can you go over this story again? That's true. When they were much younger, we told them this story. And it's been a long time, many, many, many years now. Because she's trying to help this person. It's in the realm, of course, uh, the dominion and authority and all of those words that we have um, in the in the. In the, in the devotional, it's extremely powerful, and that's, that's extremely helpful, and, you know, yeah, she, she's using that. However, she just wanted a little bit more specificity. So we went over this story very briefly. In 1994, in Lagos, Nigeria, in April... Our wedding was set for Saturday, April 9th. On Thursday, 8-7, April 7th, I woke up startled by a revelation the Lord gave me. In this revelation... I saw two women. I did not recognize them. 
I did not know who they were, but I knew where they were from. I didn't know them. I could describe them to you. I can still see them in my spirit right now, but I can tell you I, I didn't know them. I knew where they were from, but I didn't know them. And in this revelation, the Lord revealed that these two women had an agenda, sorry, God bless you, to inflict harm on us. There's only one sin. I don't know these women. I don't know that. I've never met them in my life. There's only one sin that I committed. I came out of a Muslim home, an occultic background, a home full of witchcraft and evil where they killed themselves and all of that. And I came out into the gospel. I received the gospel, but I didn't just receive the gospel and give my life to Christ. I went into the ministry. It has never happened before in that family, ever. The devil gave them an agenda. And the Lord showed it. The wedding was Saturday, April the 9th. The Lord revealed it on Thursday, April the 7th. And so I, you know, immediately I got, there were some of our brothers in that apartment in Ogba, in Lagos, where we were around the Keja, where we were getting ready for the wedding. I got these brothers together. We got in the living room and we started praying. The Lord immediately revealed what we needed to do. And so we said, okay, fine. So, of course, I communicated with Pastor Tino and, you know, our family and everything. And the Lord said what to do, and we decided to do that. And I understand that at a party that was being organized, there were these two women. So, in confidence, on that Thursday, after we did everything the Lord told us to do, when we prayed and we took authority and dominion and everything... I had to tell my late dad in confidence. So I told him in confidence. So nobody else must hear this. But this is what the Lord showed us, revealed. And in my mind, I really want to go and demonstrate, right? <laughs> my speech and my preaching came to you not in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the, in the demonstration of the spirit and power. I said, I want to go and demonstrate. Let's demonstrate. Let's show the devil. Let's show them. Let's show them that power pass power. Let's go and show them. God said, that's God said, it's okay. <laughs> God said, it's okay, it's okay, I will show them another way, don't worry, you just go, just, just don't go there, just go somewhere else, so we, we went somewhere, but I told my late dad in confidence, he was very upset because he had thrown a lot, he and his friends had thrown a lot of money into this party, and we were supposed to come, this was, I mean, this was supposed to be a big deal, and we said, we're not coming, and you know the way it is in our culture, if, you know, you have a son who's marrying, and you go and spend all this money, and I mean, everybody can't go from the village, to, to the main city where they are doing the wedding. So everybody, the whole town is waiting in the village for them to have their own party. <laughs> you know? And then you go and say, you are not showing up. And that sometimes is even almost like dishonor to the, parent, to, to the parents who put that together. But I explained to him, thank God he was a servant of God. He understood and we left it that way. <laughs> On, so this Saturday night, 
these two women sat down in front of the house where we were supposed to arrive. They would not move. My dad later came to us. Where were, was he? Did he come or did he talk to us on the phone? However, he described this. He said he could not understand this. These two women will not move. They finally, when everybody had already been told, they are not coming. The bride and the bridegroom, they are not coming. Everyone were disappointed. They went, but you know, they got into their party and they were doing what they were doing. But these two women would not move. They sat down there, they would not move. On Sunday morning. So the plan, one of them was supposed to put some, and you know what I had seen in this revelation, both of them were holding bowls of water. The one, had, the one of them was carrying a bowl of water, was supposed to have to wash a woman's feet after they marry into the family. That one was supposed to uh, uh, mental derangement for Pastor Tinu. She was supposed to lose her mind and end up in asylum. The one that was carrying a bowl of water targeted, sent to me, was supposed to sprinkle this water on me and I was supposed to be paralyzed from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. One side of my body. All of this the Lord revealed. That woman who was sent to me to put paralysis on me on Sunday morning took a little bucket and went to the faucet to get water. When she turned the head of the faucet and water started pouring, she fell down, completely paralyzed in her body. She, fell, she turned the head of the faucet. The moment water started pouring, she fell down, paralyzed completely in her body. They took her to every medical, every clinic, every, everywhere where their money could allow them to take her. She had children, you know, overseas. Those were, those ones in America. Those were, they all gathered their monies. They did, they took her everywhere. No solution could be found for her. Finally, they gave up on her and put her in a little room in the village, a dark room, and hired a nanny for her who went in every day to take care of her. My dad told me what happened, and of course, over the years, you know, we'll talk about this story, I'll check in periodically, because I didn't have never went there. What happened to that woman? And they'll tell me, she's still in that room. Five years later, when we were leaving Nigeria, and the Lord said, return to Europe, and we were going back to Europe as missionaries, I decided, I don't want to leave Nigeria without seeing this thing. Because <laughs> everybody knows this thing, but I haven't seen it with my eyes. So I arranged, Pastor Tino and I got in a car, and we drove to the village. And in prayer, seeking the Lord, what should I, the Lord said, if she repents, if she repents, pray for her, and I will be merciful to her. So we got there, and, you know, 
I knew this was going to be quite a traumatic scene, so I told Pastor Tinu, just stay in the car. So she stayed in the car, in the parking lot, <laughs> while I went into the dark room. The nanny was there. The woman was there. It was so dark, I don't even know how anybody can live in a room like that. This has been five years, was it? 1994 to 1999, I think it was five years. On the same bed, in the same dark room for five years, can't move. And I, as soon as I walked in, she recognized me. And I said, and I recognized her finally. Well, of course, then I knew who it was after everybody knew who it was. But not from, certainly not from the revelation. So I, I said to her, you know, I was so full of pity and compassion. I looked at her and said, Mama, what happened to you? She looked at me. She pointed to me. She said, it's you. I said, what do you mean? She said, it's you. I said, it's you. It's, it's you. I was looking for just one thing. My desire was to pray for her. I was looking for one thing. I was looking for her to say, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. We were on an, on an agenda. It was a spiritual agenda. We didn't know what we were doing. Please, have mercy or something. All she said was, it was you. That's all. A paralyzed woman in a dark room for several years. All she kept saying, it was you. It was you. And I got up, picked my stuff, and left the room. She died in that room after many years. She never got up from that bed. There is no divination. There is no divination. And so we, we went over this story and told Christine... Okay, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> and her eyes, her eyes grew big, like, wow, okay. She had this story several times before, but as a little child, now she's a grown woman. She's saying it's like, it, it makes, it's like, it's more meaningful. It's more meaningful. The word of God in your mouth when you speak it. Listen. Anything, that's what the Bible says, no weapon fashioned against you is like somebody who is like something that is sent against you, is sent against God when you are one with God. When you are one with God. God said, Jeremiah, I put my words in your mouth. Look at what he said my word can do in your mouth. Look at what he says. You can root out. It's not the teenager. It's the word of God in his mouth because he is one with God in the moment. He's in the God class in that moment. Jesus said in John chapter 10, did I not, did your word, the word of God not say that they became gods unto whom the word of God came? Did, they, did the word of God not say that? John chapter 10. That they became, when you become one, every 
time you are one with God, my friend, you are dangerous. You are dangerous. Jeremiah is a teenager, but he's not a teenager in this moment. That's why David could confront Goliath. He said, I come, you come to me in the name of your God. I come to you in the name of the God of Israel. (laughs) Have you ever wondered how come he picked five stones? He picked five stones. He didn't need to do trial and error with four. It was the very first stone. The Bible says he went to the space on the head in his armor. And that stone hit him and he fell down. In that moment when you are one with God, you are like God in the God class. I know for some of you, it may sound like a fairy tale, some kind of thing you see in the movies. But the story I just told you is not in the movies. The story I just told you was not written by a cinema director. This actually happened. This actually in real life happened. When you are one with God, when you are in his word and you are one with God, you are like God. You are like God. He said, I put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations. Set you over the kingdoms. To root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, to plant a teenager who is one with God. Let's close this. What must we do? What must we do? Let's take the word to a higher level. Yesterday's manna. It's not good enough for today. Let's let's meditate the word at a higher level. (laughs) It's time to go higher with the word. It's time to go deeper in the word. The Bible says right here in Mark chapter 16 verse 20, they went everywhere preaching and God confirmed the word with signs following. That means there were demonstrations. There were demonstrations. Listen to this from my note. The word must produce demonstrations in your life. The word must produce demonstrations in your life. Until the word produces demonstrations, your word is not the word. Listen to this. The word must produce demonstrations in your life. Until the word produces demonstrations, your word is not the word. Let's meditate at the higher level. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Whose responsibility is this? 
I said, whose responsibilities? It's time to take the word to a higher level. Let's close. Let's close out in Jeremiah 15. It's time to take the word to a higher level. Folks, I asked you a question. I gave you an assignment if you joined us on Wednesday for our service, our midweek service. I gave you an assignment. I said, when God said to Moses, tell the children of Israel to go forward, I said, what does go forward mean to you in the different areas of your life? So now, Sammy, I want you to write it down. I won't ask for it, but write it down. I want to ask you, what does go forward mean to you where the word of God is concerned? Where does, what does go forward mean to you where the word of God is concerned? Does it mean do exactly what you did with it last year? The same thing you've always, you've done for the last five years. Like we go through the fast and you are on fire, on fire, on fire. And as soon as we get out of the fast in January, oh, you just, you just, no. We're not doing that this year. I said we're not doing that this year. There must be demonstration. There must be manifestation. There must be signs and wonders in our lives. The Lord will confirm his word. The Lord will confirm his word. Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found. And I did eat them. I eat them. There is a difference between tasting something and eating something. The psalmist said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He said, he said, I ate them. I ate them. When you taste something, you can sense the flavor of that thing. But when you eat it, that thing goes into your system. Oneness with God comes not from tasting. It comes from eating. Thy words were found and I did eat them. (laughs) And thy word was unto me. The joy and rejoicing of my heart. My friends, you want to know the evidence? Do you want to know the evidence? When you eat in the natural, some things happen. You know you, you get full. You, get, you just get full. You know, you know, and you know the number of things happen. You know I ate. Nobody can deny that. You, you know you ate. He said, did you eat that? No, no, I did. I've not eaten yet. And I see the evidence of somebody who you know you ate. <laughs> hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah when you eat the word there is evidence you can't hide it when you eat the word there is evidence you can't hide it I found your word and I did eat them and your word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart for I am called by the name, thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Let's close right here. Please put that up for me, verses 19 and 20 in the Amplified. Let's close right here. Therefore, thus says the Lord to Jeremiah, And to you, let's put your name right here. Therefore, 
Thus says the Lord to Kyle, they come and let's try that one more time. Put your name right there. Therefore, thus says the Lord to Kyle, let's do one more time. Therefore, thus says the Lord to Kyle, if you return and give up this mistaken tone of distrust and despair, then I will give you again a settled place of quiet and safety. And you will be my minister. And if you separate the precious from the vile, cleansing your own heart concerning God's faithfulness, cleansing your own heart from unworthy and unwarranted, unwarranted suspicions concerning God's faithfulness, then you shall be my mouthpiece. But do not yield to them. Let them return to you, but not you to the people. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. You have become my mouthpiece. When you take my word in your mouth, when my word and you become one by covenant, you become my representative. You become my face to the world. You become my face to your family. You become my face to circumstances. You become my face to situations. He said, but don't go back. Don't go back. Let them return to you, but you, not you to them. Let them return to you. You be the influencer. You be the change agent. You be the emblem and the instrument of the glory of God. You be the one who speaks the word. You be the one who stands on the authority of the word of God. You be the one who believes. You be the one who believes. And I will make you to these people. I will make you to these people a fortified city, a bronze wall. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail over you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you, says the Lord. You are my mouthpiece. Let's stand up and close. You are my mouthpiece. This year you are God's mouthpiece. Everywhere you go, you transmit, you carry with you, and you transmit the presence of Almighty God. Everywhere you go, go, carry the word with you. Come on, let's exercise in the spirit. You are God's mouthpiece. Let me begin to hear you pray. I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. I am a representative of the almighty God. I carry the word of God with me. I carry the Shekinah glory of God with me. I carry the ark of God with me. Everywhere I go, I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. I carry the Shekinah glory. I carry the Shekinah glory.
I carry the Shekinah glory. I carry the Shekinah glory. I carry the Shekinah glory. I am God's mouthpiece. I am feeding at a higher level. I am meditating at a higher level. I am eating the word at a higher level. I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. I am God's mouthpiece. Come on, let me hear you pray. Come on, let me hear you pray. Father, I position myself. Help me. Help me. In this season, in this new stretch on my journey, help me. All things are passed away. All things are become new. Help me to rise up. Help me to rise up to be your mouthpiece in my generation. To be your mouthpiece in my family. To be your mouthpiece in my community. In the name of Jesus, help me. Help me. The discipline, the discipline to study your word. The discipline to become one with your word. The discipline to meditate in your word. The discipline to keep on believing your word. No matter what I see. The discipline, the commitment, the diligence. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Help me overcome every distraction. Help me overcome every side view. Help me overcome every side view. Help me overcome every distraction. To be your mouthpiece. To be your mouthpiece. To be your mouthpiece. Come on, I want to hear you pray. We're about to close. Come on. Lord, to be your mouthpiece. 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 Yesterday's manna is not good enough anymore. Yesterday's manna was good enough to bring me to where I am today. But it's not good enough to take me to the next place that God has ordained for my life. To be your mouthpiece. To be your mouthpiece. To be your mouthpiece. Shita kabas, lepredes, nekredebos, litanangredesh, lesotonaga sitedesha, lepredeva kazitede, leprenigavaso, lotama kavarese, leprenigavasata, zotono kradis, lepredeve sotonash, zetelekeveria. Makazata nompre zata la porokozita jeteneke viria la paroba kasite le peridedes luparanakiza dotosi peria le kinamakus la kadikasata jetedika varapa loporonasi le periaka zotonosa zeteni paropa le poropa kaza loponigavasi loporopa kazite jeteli poropa le porobadika zotonoka barea le periaka to be your mouthpiece 
Come on, I want to hear you pray some more. I want to hear you pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. To be your mouthpiece. 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 Nekekes Lipradika Zanto Lepronigaga Leproniga Sete Jeteliapre Zotono Kradis Liprakava Suta Jetenika Vredis It's not a time to be cute. It's not a time to be cool. It's not a time to be gentle. It's not a time to be quiet. To be my mouthpiece. To be my mouthpiece. To be my mouthpiece, shata kabredis le predivaka lo poropakas le porot le predivakas le prenigavas le predivakasta jeteniga me prediva lo poria lo prekizata le prenigavas lo pronigavas. Lite dedica satanike, jete di de boros, li preniga vebodas, li preniga vabaso, la prodiva cascala, proniga vasopre, jete nika pradi, la prodiga ves, lo preniga vabas, lo preniga venes, lo preniga vaste, jete nia, lo prodiga, lo preniga vas, lo prediva cascolosta, zi prediva caste, jete niaca. Masetenikre zoto no credia zoto napre le prediva caste jete di deves lo preniga vas lo preniga vedes lo prediva conda lo pronica basto jato lo predia zatanike vreni ze prediva kesta jita la papopara ze preniga vabasota thank you lord now begin to give him praise Come on, begin to give him praise. Come on, begin to give him praise. Come on, begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Oh, the shout of the king is among you. The shout of the king is among you. The roar of the lion is rolling out of you. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 I see you drinking the blood of the prey. Hallelujah. I see you drinking the blood of the prey. You will not lie down until you drink the blood of the prey in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I see the Egyptians. I see the Egyptians. 
all drowning out in the Red Sea, all drowning out in the Red Sea. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the unchanging changer. We thank you, Lord. You are the infallible God. We we thank you, Lord. You are the almighty God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. We thank you. The all-powerful, almighty God, we thank you. Jesus, our redeemer, we thank you. Jesus, our savior, we thank you. Jesus, our Lord and master, our king, forever king, we thank you. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, our comforter, we thank you. Oh, our strengthener, our standby, our teacher, our revealer of secrets, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, our God. We thank you, our God. We thank you, our God. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Come on, wave your hands to the Lord. Come on, wave your hands to the Lord. Wherever you are, whether you're virtual or where, wave your hands to the King of Kings, our Savior. A man of war, he's never lost a fight. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords is the mighty God. Jehovah is his name. Jehovah. Jehovah is his name. Jehovah is his name. We bless you, our God. We bless you, our God. Come on, all through this week, have a praise party. All through this week, celebrate God everywhere you go, every waking moment. Don't let one sad moment overtake you. Everywhere you go, celebrate God. When you wake up, your eyes pop open on your bed. Begin to celebrate God. Oh, mighty God, I bless you. Oh, mighty God, I exalt you. You are worthy of all my praise. You are worthy of all my glory. Lion of the tribe of Judah, I exalt your holy name. The King of kings and Lord of lords, the man of war, I glorify you. Give him praise at a higher level. Give him praise at a higher level. Give him praise at a higher level. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 